Good morning, and welcome to Educate Our Youth Financial Literacy Edition. This podcast is intended to be an informational session. I hope that by the end of this discussion, our youth and our early adulthood listeners are informed of how important it is to be financially literate in today's society, as well as understanding that just one particular number can be the root of all things, the basis of all adult life, a credit score. I would like to let our youth know before it's too late that just at the age of 16 and 15 years old, that number that we call credit can begin to change their lives. The things that we were not taught as how do you balance a checkbook? How does my credit go bad so fast? What is credit? What do I need credit for? Why do I need a savings account? How do I save? I'm a big spender. How do I put money aside? How am I responsible enough with money? And how do I still enjoy my life and still make sure that I am financially stable. So basically, with that being said, I know that when I was younger, high school age, about, I want to say, junior year, at that age, most people are old enough to work, and I believe that's when I got my first job. No one had informed me that this called credit which by the way your credit score is literally the foundation of almost everything you do as an adult your credit score has the largest effect on everything this number it begins from the moment you charge something in your own name that this number just as fast as the GPA can drop, will drop. And just as fast as the GPA can rise, will rise. I didn't know that this number would be affected by the smallest and the largest things and take forever to get back. That being said, I would like to provide a few resources a little insight onto how somebody at the age, at the working age, at the beginning of the working age, can become financially literate and also continue to maintain that financial literacy.
as well as good financial stability throughout their early adult life. Um, so basically, my very first credit report um, item, I want to say, was a credit card that I opened up when I was working in the mall. Um, it was a store credit card, just like most people. Um, back then, I was unaware that credit cards were what they were, basically. Um, I was under the impression that obviously you just, you're given this a limit and you pay on it over time. Um, basically I'm here to let youth know today that from that day until where I am now, the age of 23 years old, I have learned that there are a few things that you should know before signing up for a credit card so basically your credit utilization which is how much of that credit limit that you are given should only ever be under 30 percent yes you're able to go higher than that yes you can stay lower than that but 30 percent is a good percentage of how much to use so if your credit limit's a hundred percent sorry a hundred dollars $100, you're going to take 30% of that, and that's how much money you should be able to spend. The second and most important tool is to only ever spend what you have in your pocket right at that moment. Your credit card should only be used to build credit, meaning if your credit limit is $100 and you only have $20, should only ever think I only have $20 spend that and pay it right back the more you pay on your card the better it is on your credit um it wasn't until I had two accounts that went to collections that I realized that my credit score had gone from perfect or basically nothing because I had nothing on there to a credit score of almost 500 and then dipping into the 400s which if you're unaware anything under a 620 you can't really work with as an adult so anything 620 or more is rent an apartment worthy and on the track to a great great start of a credit score most apartments, when you go to rent, are looking for a 650 or more. Most people in general, for anything that you go to do in your adult life, are looking for at least a 600, if not a 650. So, honestly, my credit, for years, I just sat here and I contemplated and I'm trying to figure out how to go ahead and fix something that dipped so fast and so much that really will take forever to bring back up. So I'm sure all of you are familiar with the fact that if you get a few A's in school and then you get an F, your GPA drops massively. But if you do it the other way around, 
a whole bunch of F's and then get an A, it'll barely budge. Credit's about the same thing. You have anything negative on there, it'll take a lot of good to bring it back and a lot of time. So my first tool that I offer today is the app called Self, S-E-L-F. Um, the Self Lender basically is a secured credit card that I believe is the best option for any first credit card. Like I said, your credit limit is only what you can spend and what you can pay back. So basically, um, I downloaded this app called Self. Um, you pay a certain amount of money depending on whatever plan you choose each month. So let's say it's $20 each month. When you get to, let's say, $100, which at that point has been five months of paying $20. When you get to $100, they give you the option to purchase a self-credit card, which means that they will send you this card in the mail and all this money that you've paid so all those $20 payments will be available to you on that card. Basically, you create your own credit limit. Whatever money you're paying each month to build your credit, because I forgot to mention that in the five, in those five months, your credit score goes up a lot. While you pay on this, they go in and fix your credit and get added points. When you receive this credit card, you may continue to pay on the credit card as well as use the credit limit that you have provided yourself. But be sure to not only pay on the credit card, but to also continue to make those monthly payments in order to increase your credit limit. So that was my first um, resource. Um, Back in April, right before or right at the at the brink of um, the COVID pandemic in the United States. Um, I had been laid off in March, first of all. Um, in April, I had gone into my, um, I downloaded a, a few credit options. Um, one of which is Credit Karma. By the way, that is a very good tool to have. Um, and I looked at my credit score and it was, I want to say like 495. At that point, I was like, I need to do something about this because I want to rent an apartment. I want to get a new car. And the only way to do those things was to get that number up. But like I said, it's very hard. It takes time. So I needed the fastest way possible. And that's when I purchased the self. And started making those payments. I then went on, and part of your credit, um, well, sorry, on your credit or on any of these credit apps, it'll show you your credit report. Your credit report is basically like the bank statement that you get in the mail, it'll show you a detailed version, or sorry, a more simpler version of what you owe to where interest rates negative marks 
which means that those cards that I had opened up in the past, those credit cards that had eventually gone to collections, which by the way, collections is a third party um, debt collector that takes in any unpaid debt with lots of interest and honestly let me just say it this way you do not want your account to go there one the interest will be so much higher than what you were supposed to pay at first and two that is the worst possible thing to have on your credit report next to bank charge-offs so basically i went in looked at all the marks i had on there at this time i had um, a student loan, or a few student loans. I was able to pay one more student loan off. In doing that, along with having a self account, along with making payments on the other student loans, my credit score was able to go from a 495 to a 650 by, I want to say, August, late August. And that's all it took me was a few months. And let me just make it very clear that that same process could have taken, or let me make it clear that, that amount, those amount of points that I gained normally takes a couple of years. So it's just a matter of finding the right resources and putting in the time and effort, and honestly, in my case, the funds to bring that number back up. So, my first tool, the self-lender credit card and credit builder account. My second tool, I would say I would advise to download Credit Karma and Experian. Credit Karma will show you your credit score that is reported to three credit bureaus, um, one of which is the TransUnion. And Experian will show you your credit score, your FICO credit score, which is the most important score. And that is the number that people look at when you go to rent and finance things and borrow money. Um, that one is the most accurate number, and that's probably the app that you need to download. As well as with Experian, you can use Experian Boost, which is connecting your bank accounts and different accounts to that account. And it'll monitor it and make sure that your financial stability stays at a good and reasonable level. My third resource is opening an online savings account. You want to open an account with a bank that you basically cannot touch. If you're anything like me, you like to spend money. I know how to pay things on time, but spending is a big problem and saving is a huge problem. So I opened a bank account in the same bank that I have, which by the way, uh, TD Bank and Santander Bank are amazing banks to open accounts with for checking and for savings. Um, and I've heard that Capital One 360 is an amazing savings account as well which is completely online so anyway you can have an online or a 
regular savings account and basically what you want to do is just decide that out of every paycheck or if you're like me a server every week i will put this much money into this account or just automatically have that much money taken out of your checking account and put into the savings account when you open up this account you want to only use the debit card if you require one for transactions that include deposits honestly i was advised to go without this the debit card for this particular account because if need be you can go into the actual branch and take out money without the debit card it makes it harder to spend so i would say for your savings account open this account up particularly for just savings with no debit card access deposits around money each week and stick to it do not use it for anything even what you think may be an emergency because sometimes it's not it's just another way of you getting out easy once you open up a bank account start paying things on time keep your eye on your credit and by the way we are all told that if you keep on checking your credit that it will drop with credit karma and experience that this is not true your credit score will stay where it is it's not affected by you checking it you can check it before every meal you can check it 10 million times a day and you'll be just fine so basically before i get off topic just realize that credit is extremely important and those are just three resources that you can use starting at the age of 15 16 years old when you enter the workforce to set yourself up for success next i would like to offer my advice when it comes to maintaining a great financial um mindset and very stable mindset i love to spend money like i said but please realize that anything that you spend outside of your bills is extra money meaning if you make $800 and your rent is 600 and your phone bill is 50 you now have 150 left for spending which then need to sit down and think to yourself is when do i get paid again how much money do i need to get myself through this next pay- this next period until i get paid again and should i put money into basically invest into myself and investing into yourself is always a great option so that goes into the savings my next key my next tool to you is to invest um when it comes to investing you need to do your research and see what you're investing into what exactly is investing it's basically putting money into a place into businesses companies places where you may benefit from it in the end from their success or their fa- or do really bad because of their failure so basically you want to go in do your research about the company who's prospering at this time who's not prospering at this time who looks like they'll be 
having a major inflation in the next few days, few months, few years, few hours? Who Who will be out of business by the end of the year? These are all very important questions, but I want you to look into that more yourself. Thank you for listening to episode one of Financial Literacy. See you soon.